house the other day in the hallway. You're singing, Oh, Happy Day. Welcome to a special edition of Brian and Baden. I'm Linda Kenny Baden. Jennifer Dulos's brutal death was brought to life in a courtroom in Connecticut today. The jury in the Michelle Traconis case sees horrific evidence of the Jennifer Dulos murder, and our own Michael Bryant was there. Hey, Linda. Yeah, it was a, uh, I was going to say explosive day here at the courthouse in Stanford, uh, but that's a little sensational. So I will just say it was bloody important. And I mean, bloody zip ties, bloody bags, bloody clothes, bloody paper towels, bloody cloth towel, bloody bra, bloody top. Yeah. All of this evidence finally coming in in front of the jury today as the prosecution continues its case against Michelle Traconis in the conspiracy to kill Jennifer Dulos. So, uh, yeah, the jury was uh, wrapped, to say the least. This information uh, has been talked about a lot. We've heard all about the bags that were littered about uh, the area there in uh, near Hartford. Uh, but nobody had seen what we saw today in court. And the uh, jury all... Uh, let me see, nine of them left now, uh, very interested in what was going on there. Let me tell you about the, uh, the, uh, the evidence that we saw and some of the objections that were made uh, by, Judge, uh, by John Schoenhorn. His biggest concern was that, especially with the, the blouse, I mean, look at the bra, look at the blouse. I mean, they're not just spattered with blood, they are drenched. They are, at one point, dripping. Uh, with this blood-like substance. Again, there's been no laboratory evidence suggesting it was, in fact, blood. At this point, it's blood-like, but look at it. Uh, he was concerned that because these items went from the testifying witness officer who collected them to the lab and then were tested, that the jury was being misled that these were not the items as this officer found them. Therefore, there needs to be more foundation, and that will come from the lab folks. Uh, but not normal to lay part, part of the foundation and then have the material admitted into evidence. And that's exactly what happened today. So during the break, uh, I asked counsel uh, for Michelle Traconis, uh, John Schoenhorn, I said, you know, don't you think it's kind of unusual that uh, they would admit this material subject to later foundation? And uh, all he said was, everything in this case is unusual based on the rulings of the court. And you can tell it's a real quote because I wrote it down in my official reporter notepad here. So, Michael Bryant, what about the jury? Did we lose anyone else today? Let's talk about what's left of the jury. I alluded to the fact there's only nine left. Remember, they had six in the box. This is Connecticut, six in the box. Then they had five alternates. They wanted six. If you read somewhere, they got six. They never did. They got five. So on day one, there were 11 total, six in the box, five alts. Then we had some issues Come along. One was the interaction with counsel at the elevator. We still love you. Gone. And then there was the social media posting referencing Gone Girl. Why, it's not good enough for you? It's not even close. Uh, and that person's gone. So I'm doing the math because uh, I wanted to figure out you know, kind of who it was that is no longer on the jury. When we started with the six and six, uh, or six and five, of those in the box, that six in the box was three men, three women. Okay, uh, And then the alls were four men, one woman. Well, now we're down to overall, are you ready? Down to overall five men and four women. Well, we had four women to start. We have four women now. So my powers of deduction and reasoning, Linda, tell me 
uh, that the two guys bounced were guys. Yeah, the two that were bounced were men. They are no longer on the jury. I do remember one was an older guy, uh, tall, all white hair. He's one of the two that's gone. The other was a younger, younger man. Maybe the, the extremes of those that were on the jury, Linda. Michael Bryant, the trail of evidence is so important in a courtroom. Is this jury getting the whole story about where it was collected? It's very interesting, the locations that all of these bags were found. We've only seen a handful of them so far. We believe there were as many as 30 drops, maybe of multiple bags at one drop versus another. I want to head up to that area later this week. Uh, it's, it's about an hour and a half or plus from here, the courthouse in Stanford. But to give you perspective on the other locations that are important to this jury, we were out, of course, at the uh, New Canaan home where Jennifer Doulos was allegedly killed and or abducted. Uh, and um, that's about half an hour from here at the most. And it's another hour up to Farmington, which is where Photos Doulos lived because they had split up back in the 2017. So he lives in this mansion there. She's living in the mansion in New Canaan that she was renting. Uh, and there's a lot of travel back and forth. Why would you take whatever you took from the New Canaan uh, alleged murder scene to back where you, you know, back where you live, north about an hour. You know, why wouldn't you dispose of it, I don't know, either somewhere more local, somewhere more remote, but no, to take it back and drop it off in these receptacles along a busy street, that's weird. So I want to take a look at that general area, give, uh, give uh, the folks a sense of what that area is like, and uh, we'll do that a little bit later this week. Thanks, Michael Bryant, again in the courtroom. And again, I know that you're going on a field trip this Thursday. But as you know, Bryant and Baden will be on this case to tell you whether or not the prosecution can connect Michelle Triconis to the murder because this is her trial.